Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking to Bloody Butterflies. Check it out. There it is. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to John and Abigail of Bloody Butterflies. How you guys doing? Just great. Good, what's Hi. up? Oh, Hello man. from Oh, excellent, excellent. And we got a couple of fans. We've got uh, Todd and Damon. How are you guys doing? Hi, Todd. Hi, Damon. Sorry, I'm eating dinner. <laughs> excellent. That's a perfect dinner time thing. Little fans with bands. Awesome. So, uh, so John and Abigail, I I think I caught you guys first time at Oigfest. Um, okay. And then uh, just recently at Duo Fest, both times I had I had no idea when when I uh, saw you guys at Oigfest, I had no idea what you were going to be like. Um, and then I heard, heard it, and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool!" This kind of sludgy, you know, like uh, it's hard to describe. And I want to get your description yeah. of it too, because oh yeah, uh, I struggle with it. Uh, but I thought it was awesome, you know. And then I uh, listened to the album. Uh, what is it? Uh, polymorphic. Polymorphic. That's right. I wanted to yep. see prim, uh, primordial or something like that. But it's polymorphic. <laughs> that was cool yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's got that same, uh, you know, like kind of raw, sludgy energy. Um, and I, I've got questions about that too. But um, anyway, I loved your music, and I thought you know it would be fun to talk to you guys on here. Um, so, how did you. you guys get together as a band? How did that happen? Want to take it? Yeah. Um, Actually, we we were at Oigs Fest 2020 at Max right before everything shut down. Yeah. And both of our bands, John was in Hordes and I was in No Skull. We were both on breaks with our bands anyway. And then we decided, well, we figured out we lived in the same town. We didn't realize that. And then we just decided just to smash music in my basement real hard. And then we decided to make it a real band i guess yeah yeah <laughs> it kind of happened and then you know awesome. so a two-person band during covid was a little easier than like yeah yes yeah so you guys so basically like um met up right before everything hit should hit the fan and then once yeah. it was cool you guys were like had a place to go jam and work on music so when was the the album recorded was it during the pandemic like shortly oh, yeah. after yeah yeah it came out fall of 2020 we were at, at Troubadour with Corey. Yeah. And yeah. We have, we have both worked with Corey before, so we knew it would be an easy album to work to work through, you know, and that but we kept the song simple, the overdub simple, and we're like, yeah. okay, here it is. You know, this is where we're at. <laughs> like first time <laughs> for songs. Yeah. First awesome. smash. Yeah. 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 Well, I, yeah, everything uh, everything that's on there are are the first songs. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Was it? Did you have to pick and choose, or was it that you were ready? Those were the tunes you were going to roll with. That, that's what we had. That's yeah, those it, yeah. are the songs we just had. Because, yeah, it's it just kind of worked out. It was really fast. Like, we didn't have to spend a lot of time writing. John had uh -huh. a lot of riffs already written. I had a lot of beats already done. Like, we just mm -hmm. put them together. Cool. And didn't have to wait for lyrics. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> we don't wait for lyrics. Well, it, it, it and yeah, and I am curious about that because I was kind of wondering like how songwriting was for you guys, but it's a it's an instrumental duo, so you know mm -hmm. don't have to worry about lyrics, don't have to really worry about like 
vocal melodies or anything. It's, you know, the guitar and drums together. So what is that like for you guys? Do you, do each of you come in and I've got part of this riff or something and just kind of flush it out together or full, full scale things. Usually I have too many riffs in my head and recorded (laughs) on my phone that I can even deal with. (laughs) And I just try to pick and choose the ones that click what at practice and abigail is really good helping me arrange things like i have this one here and that piece there and go oh that that'll work with this and here's this let's speed it up a lot more there's there's a lot of songs i brought to practice that she's either sped up or slowed down it works a lot better clicks in and uh yeah the the only thing we ever obsess over is playing parts too many times and boring people so hopefully (laughs) hopefully we haven't bored people but um yeah otherwise it's pretty it's pretty fast for us Awesome. Well, I think that's kind of the appeal of your music is because there is sort of not repetitive, but there's like this, um, I don't know, a motif that goes through a certain tune and you'll Mm -hmm. play along that and do something with it. But it does have a like a a familiarity as you're listening to that song and you can kind of like just, you know, let it wash over you. And it's kind of it's really cool music I found. I've listened to it when I'm like writing, you know, so it's mm, you just have mm-hmm. it in the background and it's, you know, cause you don't have any lyrics or anything to like kind of throw you off. It's just the tune and it's just kind of cruising along. So it's very cool. Um, cool. How do you come up with the names though? Cause I'm like, what? Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. So you the know, names... sled, <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> the names are pretty much, we don't name them until we're inspired and whatever we come up with, we're like, that's it. And if, if it, it may be silly, it might be deep. It might, if yeah. like toilet spider, we're like, okay, it's toilet spider. That's what it is. You know? John had a toilet spider. Yeah. Like yep. for real. So we just yeah. were yeah. working on a song and just yeah. so we could separate it from all the other nameless things we we're working on. Yeah. That's toilet spider. We mm. named them after our pets. Yeah. We have two, yeah. We have two songs after the pets. We've got one named after Frandor. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we we, we don't, we don't force it though. It'll stay pretty much nameless until one of us. Oh yeah. God name, you know, they were inspired. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. Does it, I mean, when, when you are coming, so, um, pet names, but like quasi, where, where does that come from? What, what is quasi? That's my cat's name. Oh, <laughs> so it is a pet. I, yeah. Quasi's yep, yep. my my cat. He's orange and he's big and he likes to jump really high. And yeah, he's cool. He's like Excellent. my best friend. So <laughs> you got to awesome. have a smashy song about your cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. So see, yeah. That yeah. light is like. Yeah. Okay. Get a little, got a light little glare there. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Bro. It's like the, the rays of the sun are shining on John. It's like, whoa. The rays of the basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a basement ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Odd. Uh, we've got uh, a couple other fans, uh, Chris and Sarah. Can you guys hear us? Hey, hey, Chris. What's up? What's up? Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Sarah Hi, and Sarah. Joe. What's up, Sarah and Joe? Nice to hear you. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Likewise. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So uh, we're wanted by the FBI, so <laughs> no worries. Yeah, no worries. Um, so fans with bands isn't just about me, you know, talking to to you guys. It's also about the fans getting their uh, questions if you have any. So um, 
fans, uh, Chris, Sarah, Damon, Todd, anybody have any questions they want to ask the bloody butterflies? And if it's cool, if you don't have any. I wasn't prepared. Give me a minute. Right. <laughs> okay. You can you jump in later. <laughs> yeah. So where did the name come from? Of oh, your band? Okay. Yeah. You know, um, the accountant at my work actually named it. Um, she was talking about this thing she watched on butterflies and how kind of metal it was, how they're all, you know, they go through different stages. That's yeah. where polymorphic came from. But um, just when they're coming out of a cocoon, even it's not just like beautiful, what you would think is nice, shiny butterfly. Like it's, it's pretty brutal at times. So she just said, man, like bloody butterflies. That sounds like a band name. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll pay you in merch if we can use that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cause when I was, uh, I think after I saw you guys at OIGS, I was, I was writing up about all the bands, you know, and, and I like to try to do a little research about the band if I don't know them, you know, very well. And mm -hmm. to find out like, if I can, like through the wonders of Google trying to figure out like, you know, how did they come up with this name? Is it some kind of thing that I don't know about? Like, um, you guys know the guys, Boobock. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck's a boobock? And then, you know, find out it's like a Czechoslovakian like boogeyman or whatever, you know? So I was looking for bloody, bloody butterflies. And I think I found something where there's like a, um, there's a website that has like, I don't know if it's D and D or some kind of characters, but there's a bloody butter butterfly there. I was wondering, oh, how, cool. yeah. but we'll that's take even it, better story. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> there's a story we didn't even know about. Our right. Band. I know. You gotta <laughs> search for it. <laughs> that's crazy so you guys are in uh in owasso um mm -hmm. and is there plans for you guys to, like i know you've been doing a bunch of different shows are you uh, planning to like do some more stuff around the state or head out of state or what are the plans there as far as like getting yeah, more gigs kind of penciled in to do a couple in ohio um hopefully we're going to hook up with night goat and play down there and um if talking to a couple you know probably chicago just like the midwest do a little jaunt in midwest if yeah. it works out yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. um and stay in michigan as well because yeah there's a lot of cool places here to play yeah in michigan yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. <laughs> i don't know about where i live <laughs> yeah maybe well, there is maybe i just don't know I just don't isn't there some new time. place by you guys like in that mall i um yeah the, we're gonna go check that out on friday it's in the go-kart center in meridian mall um could, could we, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, check out anvil crawler there oh uh, they're, when yeah. are they playing friday friday oh um, shit. yeah I know. if yeah. anvil's playing at the mall i want to yeah. go to the mall yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for sure yeah i've got um the ipsy beer fest so that's why oh. i was like why the fuck am i not going to that but okay that makes sense now <laughs> yeah so, you have a good excuse yeah yeah well yeah i've got to take some pictures of people drinking beer and Drink some beer myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <sounds> cool. Nice. <laughs> um, so I'd like to like get into like some of the origin story for you guys. So how did each of you um, get into playing music and specifically the music that you like to play now? And I don't really care who you wants can go to go first. Ahead, oh want. man. Um, <laughs> well, I was I've been playing in bands that went nowhere since the eighties, since the early eighties. <laughs> They, there's always some kind of self-sabotage or explosion of personalities or something. Um, 
uh, the last, you know, the last one hordes, that was a good decade of that. Um, that went, you know, no complaints there, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, I've always listened to, to like way too much different kinds of music. So we, I didn't have any like, like grand plan for blade butterflies, except that I was changing from being a bass player to a guitarist. So my abilities are going to be somewhat limited. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to push it at like no glorious solos or anything. Um, we don't like to solo anyway. No. <laughs> it, it, we, it was just whatever came natural with us bashing away. And yeah. Yeah, I was going to try to force us to play any kind of genre. But um, yeah, that's a, but. So had you, know, you, I, you, you had or had not played guitar before? just bashing around at home playing okay. along with misfits records or something like that yeah. and i was like yeah not, nothing serious but i played for about maybe four months in a shoegaze band that was just a one and done kind of project uh-huh. actually we just played um it was the four of us, uh, four of us were in different bands and we our only goal was to open for calliope at max as a shoegaze band and <laughs> just that and um there is talk with um phono four records They're, they might issued the demo that we did that was also never finished because i didn't put vocals on it but <laughs> they it might just come out as is like that um is that the name of the album that just well the band was the <laughs> band was the, yeah <laughs> basically but yeah that, that, that was basically the only thing i've ever done guitar in. i've always been a bass player since i was like 15 years old oh wow cool but um but you know it's, if you're just playing along with records by myself it's sometimes more fun to play guitar than bass so yeah i've always had like some kind of guitar around to bash on cool excellent and uh, you yeah. <laughs> your life history <laughs> no like my parents are classical musicians oh wow so cool. i got started that way um so i was pretty lucky early on when it came to like music theory and things like that but i always wanted to i was always expected to fit into these boxes i don't fit in or the box doesn't fit me or something. Yeah. And I'd get in trouble for bashing too hard or want it rocking too hard. And finally, I'm like, I just, I, I just want to break my drums and that's going to be how I play my stuff. <laughs> I don't get super technical. I just can't do technical anymore. But yeah, I just, I did hand drums for a long time, like percussion, just kind of by accident. And then finally it opened up in no spell that I could play drum set and I've always wanted to. So that's just what I want to do. I don't want to play anything else. I don't want to sing. I don't want to do anything else. I just want to (laughs) play my drums really hard. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Luckily my husband likes it. doesn't mind. My cat deals with it. fine. (laughs) So it's, it works out it my works neighbors out. are nice about it too so yeah we've been lucky with that yeah we don't play late yeah plus nice. we don't stay up late <laughs> are you, but you guys um you just practice at abigail's basement or yeah yeah, yeah. all right cool excellent yeah it's good to have um neighbors that are at least understanding or and, and that you cut things off because i remember um when i was in um battalion this you know speed metal band way back in um early 90s uh we practiced at my house in the basement and i lived in a subdivision in pinckney and um 
I don't think any of those people had any idea what was going to happen there because, it, you know, we would not, we would shut it down by 10, but it was fucking loud. And we had like a walkout and we tried to like barricade it, but we're like up, like, you know, fucking marshals and everything is fucking uh, loud in there. Yeah. And the neighbors were like, what the fuck? <laughs> couple <laughs> couple times our <laughs> neighbor came across the street. He goes, can you, can you not? And I'm like, dude. It's, you know, we only practice like two nights a week, so you're just going to have to fucking deal with it. <laughs> but uh, he, luckily, he didn't call the cops or anything like that, so <laughs> it worked out. That works out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been lucky about that so far, too. It's just, you never know. Like, I'm yeah. always keeping, like, an eye out. Like, is someone frustrated? Like, right. we're in the kind of, like, faraway neighbor wave thing with neighbors, okay. so it's yeah. cool that no one's in our business. We're not in theirs. Yeah. So far, you know, <laughs> if somebody was like, will you just not today? I wouldn't, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah I'll just yeah. give them a free album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, do you, do you ever get any hangers on that come over just to hang out to when you're practicing? Sometimes we invite people over for a yeah. private show, especially some of our friends that don't want to go to shows live. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's easier if they can come over here that, yeah. you know, we have a little bar in the basement you can sit at and like, awesome. And then yeah. jump in the pool when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be like calling you guys up. Hey, I heard you guys got a pool and you do yeah. parties. <laughs> it's like a kitty blow up pool, right? Yeah. Right. Right. That's it. It has yeah. poop in it. <laughs> <laughs> Cat poops in it all the time. Right. Yeah. There, it's all <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Part of the the origin thing that I like to get into is like first albums and concerts. So, what was the first uh, album you ever bought, uh, Abigail, or cassette, or CD, or whatever was I'm in? I'm trying the... to think. Um, I can't really remember the first tape I bought, but I know that I bought tapes back in the day, especially when this like singles came out. Yeah, I remember buying like a Police single. And I can't remember the song actually, but I might still have it somewhere. <laughs> but when BMG came out was a thing, I got a lot of albums for that. And that was yeah. like, yeah, like I grew up in a conservative household where I didn't always listen to mainstream radio. Oh. But yeah. my thing was late at night on the weekends, I'd listen to the jazz, you know, jazz station nice. would be on the weekends. And that was my thing that I did. And then later, you know, I mean, I just started listening to the radio and then I go to the store. And so BMG, it was everything from like, you know, yeah. Dr. Dre and Tribe Called Quest to like Nirvana. And like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. It was like the uh, the after like so the earlier one, I think was Columbia House or maybe it was the going on at the same time. But you like a penny, you'd get yeah. 10 albums or yeah. something like that. Yep. Yeah. You got so many. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then, many. Yeah, yeah. I, I had friends who had multiple addresses for that. <laughs> yeah, because then you start getting the bills for shit that you you were supposed to yeah. send back and shit. And like, fuck, what the hell? Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. know how to send stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think my mom got pissed one time because she's like, w you know, they're threatening to you know send us to court. I go, mom, I I don't even know what I I don't know how I got here. <laughs> 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 I remember trying to explain like I had this West Side Connection album like CD and my parents were like what is this and I was like 
it's instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean, there's music in it, and then yeah. there's a lot of words in it. <laughs> oh, please, please don't play it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Back in the day. <laughs> John, John, how about you? Um, like I had a musical family too, so I kind of got my mom's collection that was like Beatles and oh, Donovan nice. and stuff like that. So I probably I can't remember what the first thing I got, but it was probably something like Led Zeppelin Four or something. I was like pure like Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Black Sabbath kind of stuff, like raised up Detroit radio. Yeah. I, I lived right outside Detroit. So I was hearing that and I was hearing P Funk and um the electrifying mojo and stuff like that. So um it was pretty basic to start with something like that. Nice. Very cool. Uh let's see. Uh fans, how about uh Sarah? What was your first album? Sarah. 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 Oh. Sarah, can you hear oh. hey, there, sir. Joe and Sarah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, oh, there I oh. Hello. <laughs> hey, hey. I, I unmuted. Up, Joe and Sarah. <laughs> what was your first album, Sarah? I don't know. I... Oh, Sarah doesn't know. Mine was uh, Jimi Hendrix Smash Hits. Oh, nice. That's yeah. an awesome one. And then, oh, and it was a good single with that and uh, Nirvana, Come As You Are. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Did, did you and buy... I, I, still owe, I still owe Columbia House about $5,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, no. Awesome. You and Joe are the same age, so we went through the same things with that, I think. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, hey, Todd, how about you? Todd, where? Todd, where? Uh, yeah, uh, my uncle gave me Meet the Beatles when I was five. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So I had that. Then uh, my the first tape I ever bought was either Weird Al uh, in 3D or <laughs> uh, Condition Critical by Quiet Riot. Oh, Ooh, nice. nice. <laughs> Weird Al, that's come up a couple times in uh, other episodes. Somebody, and maybe, and I, Tommy, like I know you were on one of the other ones, so maybe it was you. But somebody else was like into Weird Al, too. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I kind of want to see Weird Al live, though. Like, Yeah. I mean, Just Eat It was... <laughs> I remember borrowing Just Eat It from a friend. My brother's friend. It wasn't even my friend at the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he did, he did that. He sang with the Pixies on, I think it was uh, uh, I Bleed or whatever. He did? It was, yeah, um, like a one time performance thing, but <laughs> like, hey, weird. Yeah. He's a huge Pixies fan. So, <laughs> awesome. cool guy, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Damon, how about you? He's, he's going to talk. He's, he's, maybe, maybe he'll talk. No. Oh, he's not. You he's don't not. have to if you're not ready. Yeah, it's okay, man. Um, we'll we'll move on. So, uh, how about first concert that you guys went to? Um, who wants to go first? John, Abigail. Um, <laughs> well, um, my my dad used to take me to random club shows, and nice. um, he lived in California, so I saw like um, Joe King Carrasco and the Crowns was like this Tex-Mex band that was uh, on indie labels and stuff. And, Excellent. Uh, um the bus boys <laughs> i saw the bus boys when i was like 13 or something <laughs> um awesome. but then I, I i saw the usual huge detroit mega show i saw like uh rush and van halen both in 1980 
and those Ooh. those were my first big shows like big yeah. rock things where i was like oh crap like everybody's smoking weed and <laughs> like loud as hell like yeah and everybody solos <laughs> it's a little At different but, but it was it was kind of funny seeing like little club show indie shows and then seeing the big one and like oh this is this is not the same man yeah <laughs> yeah i don't even <laughs> i don't know what i would have done if i'd ever saw a small club show first you know because yeah, the big you know those big shows that's what you're used to and then when you go to a smaller show and you see like a band you really dig you're like holy shit this is fucking awesome and that's all you want to ever do right you never yeah. want to go i to mean you're making shows. eye contact with the band at little shows and then i like that you're, yeah yeah it was, a, it was kind of a shocker to go to cobo hall after that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like i want to go back to the club right because <laughs> i uh i might john i might have been at that show that you were at uh, did you see Van Halen at Kobo? Yeah, it was a uh, Women and Children First yeah. tour. Yeah, and uh, Rush was the Moving Pictures tour. Yep. I, yeah, I, yeah. I went to both of those. And um... oh, damn, man. <laughs> yep, <laughs> those were awesome. Yeah, the uh, the Van Halen one at Kobo. There was that really super high, uh, you know, the very last ring. Um, yeah. There. Yeah, and we were literally like two rows from the end. Like oh, from the no. wall. Yeah. So oh, man. Van Halen's this little speck down there. We're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded yeah, good. I got, I, got luck, I got floor seats for both of those, but it was, oh, awesome. it was still like, I think I was pretty close for Rush. I could see what was going on. Yeah. It was, we was doing the bass pedals. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was new to me, but. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. How about you? Um, I had to go to a lot of like orchestra stuff back in the day with my family, but like the first like concert that I remember going to was Reading Rainbow Live with LeVar Burton and Flint. Yeah. And it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's all I remember. I remember it took a long time to start, but like LeVar Burton was always cool, still is. And yeah. then they wow. sang like this round song. I think something happened technically. So it's like, let's sing a song forever. No. <laughs> I'm singing with the Bar Burton. This is the only time I want to sing. <laughs> that, was, that's, that was it. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to my first shows now though with John because I get to see like bands that I've always wanted to see, but nobody would want to go with me or something. Oh, that's you cool. Know, like, it's too heavy or something. So now yeah. it's like, it can't get heavy enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's boring and it's not too heavy <laughs> so, so uh that kind of um like what were one of those shows that you wanted to go to but you hadn't been able to or nobody wanted to go with you well, well like remember? we went to primitive man twice now yeah. Oh, yep. and yeah. full of hell i yeah. i like dave bland obviously who doesn't for drums and when we saw primitive man the first time Jarhead Fertilizer played that show at the Sanctuary. And it took me like, I don't know, a couple of days after to realize that that's Dave Bland's other band. And I was just right there. Like, I, <laughs> yep. I, don't, I don't know. It just, I started pacing at work when the pieces were starting to like, play together. And I was just like, started breathing really hard. I'm like, John, who's in jail? Like, yeah, yeah. What did we just see? I was texting like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you just saw half a full of hell. Yeah. Because I remember seeing the guitar player, I think his name is Brandon or something. I don't know, but mm -hmm. he 
used to play bass in full of hell. I'm like, well, that guy looks a lot like, you know, full of hell's old bass player because it is (laughs) because that's the same person. (laughs) That's awesome. It was great. That was like in December. So it wasn't that long. (laughs) Awesome. Excellent. Uh, Let's see, Sarah, how about you? What was your first concert? Oh, uh, you can't call me Joe. Oh, Um, sorry, Joe. (laughs) No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I don't have a Zoom account, but uh, no I, was, I was just thinking, Don, do you remember, uh, I almost called it Common Ground, it was like Homegrown something, oh, they had at the Union, uh-huh. I went and saw uh, Day 28 and El Smasho, oh, yeah. and the East Lansing mm-hmm. punk bands of the early 90s, and then my first big one was Lollapalooza 93, and that was Rage Against the Machine and Dinosaur Jr. and Allison Chains and Babes in oh. Toyland. And, yeah. and don't forget nice. the Tornado. That and the tornado that was that blue dancer junior off the stage, and then Allison Chains came on an hour later. They opened with uh, Rain When I Die, and we were like, Oh, was, um, was that the one in Milan? Yeah, yeah, oh my god, that was Are awesome! Yeah, hell yes, yeah. because nice. that, that was the um, I think maybe the second Lola Palooza I had been to, but that one, it, I a couple of things, it was hot as fuck, right? Yeah, it was like 100 and some thousand degrees. And I dropped acid and mm-hmm. oops, it, that was, no, it was really good because oh, as, soon as, it up. as soon as it started kicking in, fucking tool came on, you know, they were playing the side stage. I had no idea what the fuck that was. And I was like, Oh, right. We, yeah. Oh man. That was, and then we were up front, you know, cause Primus was there too. Right. And yep. Allison chains and they were squirting us with hoses and stuff. Cause it was so fucking hot, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was great. Rage Against machine. Yeah. Whew. Television. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we found out about Tool like maybe a month after that. And we were like, "Oh man," because yeah. we missed we missed that one. But oh yeah, it was so good. Oh my god, yeah. But yeah, and I, I told my mom it was a big folk festival. <laughs> <laughs> Years later, yeah, she's like, "That was not a folk festival." There were folks there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Music for the people. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, Todd, how about you? What was your uh, first show? Uh, my first one was either uh, Blackfoot at Heart Plaza in Detroit or uh, John Kay and Steppenwolf at the Clare County Fairgrounds. Wow. Nice. Wow. Both solid. And I was at Lollapalooza 93. I kicked somebody <laughs> accidentally in the head. That trying was me. To, <laughs> trying to cra- no, 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 no. This is, you said you didn't see Tool. I was trying to crowd surf during Tool with the oh. other 50 other people there. Yeah. Because there's only 50 of us watching them on the side stage. <laughs> it was. That didn't work out very well. Yeah. It knocked yeah. it out of my memory of you. <laughs> I remember there was like a little dust bowl because people were moshing and everything, and it was so dry there. It was like all this dirt mm-hmm. floating around, tools up there. Oh, you know, it was like wild. Yeah. And there was people trying to crowd surf, and there was only, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 20 people. You know, they were holding- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I saw one guy and i said because it was my first time ever crowd surfing i did it during rage against the machine oh i, awesome. I got to do this again yeah and i tried tap some guy on the shoulder i'm like lift me up they lift me up i made it two feet and they dropped me <laughs> oh, oh do you remember weird. there was there was people being like flung skyward they had the big the big <laughs> yeah. blankets and they were like yes the blankets yeah. the people up and we were yeah. we were next to we're next to this one guy and like they almost missed him. He almost like, you know, landed on his head. Then we just grabbed him. And then some uh, guy slapped me on the back and said, You're next, buddy. And I just like 
fuck out of there. It's like, <laughs> I can saw it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was the only wild place I went to. I don't know what um if, are they even still doing it? They were in Chicago, like just Yeah. Oh, that's but, right. Yeah. But I've not right, gone well, gone to Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. I've that that I, I I mean, I don't even think I went to another Lollapalooza after that because mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I Why don't bother? Know. Yeah. I went to 94. They had four shows in 94 in Detroit. Oh, wow. And I went to the last one because it was the only night Nick Cave didn't get booed off the stage. <laughs> and then Beastie Boys stopped their set because people were throwing, picking up the sod and throwing it oh, under the building. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> I remember I that. Yeah, I, I'd have liked to have seen the one where uh, Cypress Hill and Sonic Youth and well, but I saw the Simpsons episode, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's just as good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so John, Abigail, if you could um hang out and have a beverage, whatever your favorite beverage is, um, with somebody alive or dead, um, who would that who would you like to sit down and just chat with and have a beer or a coffee or whatever with? Wow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think like that they want to hang out with me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, they may not, but they're going to have to. So, yeah. Well, I, I have, I have had a 40 with John Brandon before and I, I haven't done it in a long time and I've gone oh. overdue. He's, he's, a, he's a hoot to hang with and uh, watch old Alice Cooper videos. <laughs> I'm thinking little Richard. Oh wow! <laughs> oh yeah, that would be super cool. I'd like to hang out. I mean, I know he just passed away kind of recently, but yeah. um, even when I was a kid, I was aware of Little Richard. Yeah, and I always thought he was huge time and great and cool. And I read about him, you know, later yeah. in life. I was always impressed. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, he lived yeah. quite a long time, and he did a lot of stuff because. Um, uh, so if you're if you're into podcasts, um, hopefully you are. But um, <laughs> there's this really great one. It's called uh, the Hist a history of rock in 500 songs. Um, okay. The dude the dude starts in 1938 um, with uh, some concerts uh, that Benny Goodman put on as kind of their precursor to rock and roll, and then gets into like uh, R and B, and you know which one of the major major feeders into rock music but he talks about uh i think little richard's real name is richard pennyman maybe mm -hmm. and um talks about how he had been in like these jump bands that you know like these kind of uh like the precursor to rhythm and blues but um he'd been in these jump bands playing piano you know and doing a little singing and been with these other people and then you know i haven't got to the i'm only like 30 episodes in and we're at Chuck Berry. Um, yeah, Chuck but, Berry. Yeah, but it's um, it's really good and it's really, you know, I don't think of myself as a music nerd because I don't really remember all that. There's some people, they can rattle off like this album, this album. I don't know if you guys know Scott Lambert from uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Thousand Yard Stare. Thousand Yard Stare, yeah. <laughs> that dude, you talk to him about especially metal, Fuck, he's like an encyclopedia. He would look, oh yeah, that's Whoa. so and so from X bottle. Of, I'm like, holy crap, man, I can be. I'm always impressed by people that are encyclopedias for something that's <laughs> really helpful. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that podcast is really cool, and and you're you talking about uh, 
little Richard reminded me of that thing. So I wrote uh, that down. So oh, yeah. It yeah. Yeah. Give it, like a, give it a try. So anyway, so yeah. if I can listen and learn. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you, you might have to speed it up a little bit. The guy talks really slow. Um, but oh, yeah. so if you can, I put it at 1.2 and it kind of moves. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So double speed. Double <laughs> speed. <laughs> it works a little better if it's a little faster. Uh, That's a good tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Joe, how about you? Who would you uh, like to hang in, out with and have a beverage if you could? That's a really good question. I almost said pass, but probably Tom Waits, but I'd be so afraid of making an ass of myself or annoying him or something, you know, but <laughs> that's who first came to mind. Like either yeah. him or Captain Beefheart or some sort of musical inventor, probably. Yeah, yeah, that that's awesome. Uh, Todd, how about you? Probably Jack Kerouac before he became a huge alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Although I still I, I love oh. hanging out with uh, John and Abigail too. So yeah, and there you go. I love there hanging out with all of y'all. Yes. <laughs> yeah, awesome. hanging hanging out with Scott Lambert and drinking beer with him is always a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is awesome. <laughs> uh, what else was I going to ask you guys? Uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. Um, damn, now I'm blanking out. I was going to ask you guys. Oh, if you could play um, anywhere in the in the world, um, where would you like to play, and who would you li like to have on that bill with you? Oh man, <laughs> and I, I'm sure it probably changes. Like today, you're thinking, oh, this band tomorrow. Oh, I, I was just. I was just thinking the other day I wanted to play Red Rocks. I don't know if I'd regret that, but I do. Yeah. I would play Red Rocks. I, I would totally play Red Rocks. I don't care who was on the bill, but <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, I could pick a dream lineup, but it would probably be people who would blow us off the stage. Well, <laughs> that's why we would open. Yeah, we would <laughs> <first>. yeah. <laughs> There you go. Well, yeah, so if you uh, could open for somebody, who would you like to at Red, at Red Rocks? Um. Oh, shoot. Well, worm rot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> worm rot. You might have to change all of our band songs. Yeah. It, but yeah. Well, yeah. well, you know, it, it, I like those shows. That's what I kind of liked about Duo Fest is that you have different stuff, right? Um, mm -hmm. Instead of just like everything's like crushing grind or crushing death metal or whatever, you get a little bit of something, you know, maybe not necessarily your cup of tea, but then you get something else. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I never really would have thought of going to check that out. But then you find like, oh, this is really cool. Because I, like I had not too. listened to to End before. Um, and I may have seen those guys before somewhere and I just forgot. But when I saw them again at Duo Fest, I was like, wow, this is really cool. And it's not they necessarily something yeah. that I would necessarily get into. Like if I saw like, experimental electronic music i'd be like mm, no pass right and mm -hmm. you go and you're like oh huh. that's what you get for passing <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i like when there's a mix of different types of talent yeah it just gives you a chance to see a bunch of different things at the same time so yeah yeah so abigail are you uh down with red rocks or is there another place you'd like to go to i have been to red rocks one time uh and it was awesome and it was probably at least for my small experience with larger venues like that 
it's probably the best acoustics I've ever heard just naturally and it's cool it's outside there was like rainbows there was a deer partying in the parking lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean, I yeah, imagine, that's actually, I imagine sunsets look pretty awesome from there yeah. too. That's how I was thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I yeah, de- if I say like we'll, we'll open for Iggy there or something, something where we we know we don't stand a chance <laughs> and like no, no expectations. I want to play with Beethoven. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Miles, Miles Davis. <laughs> yeah, just open for John Cage. Yeah. Uh, I think Red Rocks is outside of Denver, right? Or yeah. In Denver? yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Morrison. Mm-hmm. I think it's Morrison, Colorado. Yeah. I've heard Jeff? of it. Then. Much. So, so <laughs> I just saw Todd at the store earlier. Was, he was talking to you, John. Yep. Yeah. He was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at him. Like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, we're, uh, if you were gonna, if you could go to anywhere in the world, go see a show, where would you go? Um, who would you see? Red Rock sounds pretty cool. That's I, I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, like Living or Dead. Who would I see? Yeah, it could be anybody. Uh, I, oh gosh, I, um, already saw Iggy. Uh, I did see him again. Maybe in the seventies. Um, oh yeah. I wouldn't mind going to CBGB. You know, if oh, we could yeah. time travel. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good, man. <laughs> That's a big question. The pyramids, and I'd like to see. <laughs> yes outside Um, of the pyramids (laughs) that would be awesome uh i was just thinking any random band i wouldn't mind mind singing again uh yeah um yeah yeah red rock sounds pretty cool though cool sounds good uh todd how about you where would who would you like to see and or play because you're you're in a band now that's a that's a that's a good question uh as far as playing, I know it's lame, but I always wanted to play Common Ground here in Lansing. Oh, cool. Oh, I don't, sweet. I don't know why, but I always did. I uh, never got the chance to. But uh, if we were to open for somebody, I don't know. Hordes <laughs> would have been a good one to open up for Horrors. Yeah. We never got the chance. Darn it. <laughs> You can try again. That's never too late. Unless, <laughs> is is horse still together? Um, the short answer is no. I, I I'm sorry. I said uh, the one without the, horse, the D. Are they horse. still horse? Yeah, yeah. John and I just went and saw them. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, could you <laughs> theoretically still open for them if horse got back together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could. <laughs> Awesome. This has to happen. It's up to you, Chuck. You're the, you're the organizer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. So uh, kind of going a little bit back onto a question about um, origins as far as being musicians. Is there a particular um, person, you know, another musician or, you know, could have been somebody in your family or a band that really inspired you to want to do like play music? Well, that's, um, for me, it was uh, Peter Hook from Troy Division. That's nice. when I first heard of they, that him and Lemmy. That's the first time I heard bass players coming out nasty, distorted, and to the front and taking the lead. And I was like, yeah, that's why I want like, <laughs> counter melodies or something, like make yeah. yourself heard. 
Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Abigail, how about you? I have three actually. Well, I guess it would be four total people, but my mom's dad was played the fiddle. They're from Alabama, from Montgomery. Oh, right. <laughs> and um yeah, he was like super old school, like quiet person. And he just like ripped on the fiddle, like he was dying of cancer. And we went to kind of see him for the last time back in the day. And he got out of bed and got his fiddle out. And he said, let's play. And my mom sat down at the piano. My aunt got on the violin. Like, yeah, like it was like that. I'm like, okay, you play till you die. Like literally so Mm -hmm. metal. Yeah. So they played a lot of country folky stuff, old school hymns. Um, I, I, I love that stuff, actually. My dad can play a cathedral pipe organ which is pretty metal to me yeah um yeah i kind of grew up on the bench like sitting on the bench next to him and he would let me pull stop you know you can pull that stop you can hit this button mm-hmm. don't touch that you know? <laughs> <laughs> then my other two like inspirations like the album from red teeth called Lightbender, just was out i don't know less than 10 years ago and that just opened up possibilities in my brain of how to play music. And I'm awesome. friends with Ryan and Rail that made that. So I, and I played with Ryan and No Skull later, but cool. those were my three quick answers. <laughs> <laughs> I have That's many awesome. answers. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, if you, um, if you had to like pick like one of your, um like most inspiring uh albums that you've listened to um like is there one that like kind of hit you early that inspired you to to to, like want to play music frizzle fry (laughs) (laughs) privacy yeah yeah for real yeah awesome yeah yeah maybe um first Stooges album nice yeah but i mean that that we're up near detroit iggy was everywhere and um you know i kind of heard his solo stuff before i heard stooges i heard like you know soldier and lust for life and stuff but when i heard the first two first two stooges albums i was like oh yeah this is it (laughs) (laughs) awesome and what what is it about like right now that you still like keeps you inspired to play music? What, what is the driver for you? Being around creative people. Yeah. I'm inspired yeah. by all the bands we play shows with or bands that I see coming through town, local bands, pretty much anybody creating anything around me. That's my personal inspiration. Nice. What about you? Um, mine is, uh, frustration and anger and <laughs> well yeah plenty of yeah, that plenty yeah of that. Well, world events that. definitely yeah we're smiling and laughing well, but we're I mean, angry we, as fuck we, the only thing we have in common with this band the only thing we have in common with this band is we both work retail and we have to put on a happy face all day i don't and yeah you know, more me than her well. i i have I, I I did my time as the, the angry record store guy, the asshole record store guy, and I'm over, I'm over that. And now I'm the nice record store now guy. Now you're the tired nice. Yeah, yeah, tired nice guy. I just can't. You're have. nice because you're too tired. To exactly. Be angry. Yeah. 
So <laughs> when we play it, like that's all the the angst and everything coming out. But yeah, it is yeah. like the more we I think both of us, the more we see like any local band or band coming through, or like when you see them in clubs close up and you see what people are doing with their like different ways of expressing themselves is is inspiring. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we saw that um that band we played with in Flint, which I had low expectations of. They had three guitar players. And I was like, oh, this is just gonna be indie rock. And man, they were weird and twisted. And I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like like super high energy. Awesome. Super nice. Like yeah. everyone had their own superpower kind of like yeah. they were all really good at like specific things like on stage that I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the guitar players could jump around in a band of five, I think it was and didn't fall off the stage or run nope, into anybody no, nope. <laughs> didn't hit anybody controlled like, chaos it was, it was amazing yeah, yeah. so I, basically yeah. it sounded like if pavement were on a whole lot of cocaine <laughs> i don't know if they were on <laughs> no they weren't it was a, it was a young energy but yeah was it, was don't it, confuse no. young energy with cocaine <laughs> no spastic yeah. cocaine energy yeah <laughs> That's what yeah, they're calling it. Was just it like, yeah, when they started, it was like, rah! <laughs> <laughs> what was this band? Uh, um, what were they called? You remember? The Zells. Zells. The Zells. Zells. Yeah, from uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So they were from, they traveled. Yeah. They I, was all, I was all ready to go, oh, poo, like these guys. And then they started, I was like, oh, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm always excited. I'm like, oh, I've never seen this before. Can't wait. You know, yeah. like, I don't care what it is. Yeah. Unless it's someone like being all bigotry style, I'll be like, right. fuck you. But yeah. other than that, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I, that's how I think that's how Abigail and I felt the first time we saw 68. Yeah. 68. Oh yay. <laughs> yeah. I got to play with 68 that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so what, what, who were 68? I'm not familiar. Are they still around? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Todd, you just went to see them again um, in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last ago. year at the Pyramid Scheme. Oh, all right. Have to they're from like, Atlanta. Yeah, they're from Atlanta. Um, guy on these amazing drums. And then another person on, you know, guitar loops, vocals. And they just have a lot of energy. They wear suits and skinny ties while they're nice. playing. And they roll around and do stuff in suits that's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do it in like sweatpants <laughs> and they're amazing musicians they, they they just again it's it's going back to like duo fest like you said it was going to see a two-piece that just destroyed the room and controlled yeah. everyone you're awesome. in awe that's awesome yeah they were great they are so great i'd see them again excellent yeah i'm gonna check it out that sounds good sounds real good i like north by north too they're another two-piece that from chicago um, kind of like that like rock you, and roll band. They've been yeah. through. They've been through the Lansing area a couple times. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just thought of a question I forgot to ask you guys. Like, um, thinking of your music, how how do you describe it to other people when you say, oh, you know, somebody hits, oh, you're playing a band, and you say, oh, what's the band's name? Oh, Bloody Butterflies. And then <laughs> what? So how do you? What do you? What do you tell them about what you play? I, I keep revising it. I haven't found any way to nail it down. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like most people I know are not like the best at describing their own stuff because it comes from so many different places. Maybe yeah, yeah. at least it does for me, but it, to me, it's, it's Bashington. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
bashington and breakington yeah because yeah. all of our stuff breaks the entire yeah. time <laughs> yeah. and i'm always buying new things from yeah. todd thank you todd yes i just got another symbol from todd <laughs> that was awesome. your original name wasn't it bashington, bashington, bashington. bashington. Yeah. like a week or whatever I've, I've, something I've, like that i've told people it's like if you take celtic frost and stooges take out all the solos and all the vocals and just the middle parts <laughs> that's that's what we sound like awesome. we're like the sandwich with the crust that yeah. got cut off yeah or maybe yeah. we're just the crust that got cut off all the way around the one that i the one that i liked most was when you guys played displaced manor here in town and we're outside you guys were playing and the drummer from night goat said they have a tone that's like venom Aww. and it was and it was yeah i can hear that john's got that venom tone in his guitar yeah. play thank you that's yeah. nice thank you for telling me that i like night goat too so mm -hmm. awesome they had i listened to them at work today actually <laughs> <laughs> they're like a sludgy drone venom <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. that's a good that is really good actually now i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna have to yeah, do, we, go we do, listen we again do like tissue <laughs> we do like the we like the drone and we like the riff yeah. but we, we never noodle <laughs> no noodling no, mm -mm. No. I, I, I just a, sit there silently and awkwardly until the first note usually yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't even want to do a sound check i'm like let's just start i don't yeah, care yeah. what it sounds like <laughs> because then they're like play play the full kit you know and i'm yeah. like ah, yeah it. but i played a no skull song last time i'm like i didn't even know i remember that yeah. <laughs> yeah, but most of the time i describe us to people their eyes glaze over and they're like oh that doesn't sound good <laughs> no vocals and yeah yeah it's just riffs <laughs> Riff rejects because it's yeah. all the hordes reject riffs yeah and all yeah, yeah. my no skull reject reject beats yeah so, yeah I, I, I do know if i may i do know that's it's great driving music i listened to it quite a bit when i was driving i think the first time i listened to it it was uh it was like in the winter time and i was in the country and it was just it just fit really well um so there's that yeah yeah thank you I think, yeah. driving is an influence because mm -hmm. you mentioned too chuck that it's like kind of concentration music yeah but you use different words but it's good kind of background music for like i'm gonna shine my shoes today i don't know where that came from that's, that makes me want to shine my shoes now yeah <laughs> i'm gonna buy some shiny shoes right. so i don't uh so uh uh joe or todd did you guys have any questions for these guys when's the next album coming out or how's that going it, it it is in the bag oh. um as soon as everything is organized and labeled um we're, we're sending it to get mixed and mastered so it will happen this year right and we did that with ryan andrews yeah oh. these things take time yeah and money yeah. <laughs> yes i hear the labels dragging their feet no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about silver maple kill? kill? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is Where's it going to be? On, is it going to be on silver silver maple kill? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be vinyl this time. Oh, really? Ooh. By hook or crook, it's going to be vinyl. It's going to make it happen. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
so it's it's awesome. very it's it's raw lo-fi i really wanted to have it like no room sound just in your face yeah low okay. ceiling drop ceiling basement style. yeah drop yeah. yep yeah nice so oh. it's much more like akin to like as, as ryan likes the uh, early uh melvin's kind of production where it's just dry and loud and <laughs> that, that's it's got that kind of sound to it oh, wow awesome but that that's pretty much what we've been playing as a live set too that's all that's the whole second album nice yeah. excellent well now i'm super excited for this because yeah. I mean, it's great to listen to digitally you know because you know like i said you just kind of do your thing you got the music going it's, yeah. it's cool um but i love physical albums man Fuck. It's so yeah good. yeah awesome cool this is my first album on vinyl really so <laughs> i mean we yeah, haven't had it made yet but yeah but yeah, yeah, we that's have it recorded. Great. It'll awesome. be your artwork. It'll be, ha it'll happen. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Happen. Awesome. Very Thanks, cool. Thanks, Todd. You're the best. <laughs> Todd has saved me so many times. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> Joe listens to all my boring stories. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love you, Abigail. <laughs> we all love each other. <laughs> You guys are awesome, and I'm I'm really sorry I haven't been able to get to your shows lately. Hopefully, as soon. Yeah, never never worry about that. Yeah, I know because there's plenty of shows I want to go to that I can't make it to, or I just well, believe me, it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah. yeah. I play yeah. extra loud just so you can maybe hear it in the car. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. You can feel it. Awesome. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for being on Fans with Bands. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks yeah. Thanks for doing this. I only have one, I have one last question, and mm -hmm. it's the uh, it's the controversial question that breaks up marriages, um, <laughs> could could end world peace in some places, but mm -hmm. um, uh, not that there is much peace. But pineapple or no pineapple on pizza, John? Mm -mm. No, never no. ever. <laughs> I'll eat pineapple on pizza, but I won't eat ham. Oh, I don't yeah. eat I don't eat pork, but well, if uh, it was like shake ham i think the <laughs> would, think you slam, would you would you i'm, order I'm of the opinion that uh, pineapple scientifically cannot go on pizza because of its moisture content <laughs> <laughs> it will soak your crust yeah what about pepperoni and, and sausage will grease out all over yeah there. that's true too that is that is a fact i better avoid that too but yeah i'll eat pineapple on pizza all right there. uh joe how about you um there's worse things uh <laughs> There is. <laughs> but i'm trying to think of some um no I've, I've done it but it just it just tastes like failure yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. like something something went wrong here right. shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah very but no it's 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 funny how what a it's like a polarizing element it, it truly is but i know but yeah. what if it's grilled first what if you yeah. grill the pineapple oh. but well, i just i just immediately thought just i the answer to anything is uh sriracha <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you're right uh, uh, Even Tom, failure. You? <laughs> anytime and all the time oh all right oh. Yeah. High five. okay all what right. about you chuck where do you stand uh, i am no pineapple no pineapple because yeah i'm it, with you i'm i'm just i'm not a sweet and savory person at all like i don't mm. like hot and sour well take the back i like hot and sour but i don't like um you know, like um shoot i don't know some chinese think of something that's chinese where they put sweet and, and savory together no yeah. 
not for me. No. I mean, um, I'm fine with like veggie pizzas or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. And you mentioned a good thing, John. Moisture content. Don't put like tomato slices on there either, because that just no, totally not fucks that either. Up. No. Yeah. Oh my mm, god. Sun dried tomato, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because um, it's dried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure it's dry. But I do like a lot of sauce, but no pineapple. Uh, no. no. And I don't even if it's on there, I don't even want to eat it. Like if it was free, I'm still not eating it. Yeah, same. Like, yeah. I know. Free touch. <laughs> 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 <Good> words. <laughs> Yep. This might be damning information if somebody's like, yeah. I'm going to get you by yeah. pizza delivered to your house. Yeah, yeah. Only pineapple. They just deliver a pineapple only. Right. Ah, just pineapples. Straw. Like, oh, no. Why? Damn you. <laughs> awesome. I, I delivered a pizza recently that had gorgonzano cheese and pears. Oh. Yeah, that's, that was a face no. I made, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no pears. No, no pears. No, no. no. Something about fruit and cheese and seafood and cheese. Just yeah. try to avoid that. Yeah. 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 I'm with you guys. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being on Fans with Bands. Really yeah. appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Chuck. All right. Thanks, All right. thanks for thanks having us. Yeah. Really yeah. butterflies. <laughs> yeah. Thank you right. guys so much. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to John, Abigail, Todd, Damon, Chris, Sarah, and Joe for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. Another fantastic time was had learning how Bloody Butterflies came to be, including the story behind their name, how they write music, and so much more. Take a listen and you'll be intrigued, stunned, and mesmerized. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.